0: Welcome back uh, Of course I'm going to go ahead and pray us in And then we're going to go ahead and get started um, So everybody close your head Close your eyes, bow your heads Lord we thank you for this day We thank you for this time Lord Thank you for being able to come together and discuss your word Lord to understand more of your word And get close to you guys as we understand more of you guys as ask that you cover us during this session Send your Holy Spirit and open up all of us, God, and insert yourself inside of us, God, so we can feel what we need to feel, hear what we need to hear, um, and see what we need to see, Lord, during this time, God. I I pray that this blesses anyone who watches and sees, God, and uh, continue to let your will be done within all of us, God. We love you. We thank you. This I ask and pray in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: All right, so uh, the past two studies, we talked about the Christian walk, which is Ephesians 17 to 32. Uh, So... One thing that we discussed at all is, is uh, it's like, okay, we don't know anyone who is truly like able just to walk the Christian walk 100%. You know, that's why we always got to renew our mind. And so uh, going through that, we, you know, we acknowledge and become aware of what the Christian walk is, what we're supposed to do as Christians once we become Christians once we become saved. So how does that help others by being that example? How, how can we help others by doing it?
2: I think, one, um, you if you're going to Christian walk, you need to be uh, committed, faithful, and you need to be um, an example. A lot of times, we we, especially when it comes to, we're all in a fraternity, so it's kind of, almost seems like it's a little harder for us sometimes. But if you establish yourself that way, then people will, uh, they'll know how to come at you and they'll, and they'll respect you and you still can be like I tell brother, everybody can be fraternal, but everybody can be brotherly. Yes. Yeah. And so that means even in boundaries of respect in me. And then I ain't gonna judge you because you drink a beer and I don't drink a beer. Now drinking a beer ain't gonna send you to hell. hell. Let me let me just get that. But anything over excessive, I think, then that's a problem. So Lot times though being that you, you you're you Christians and you 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 know um, you try to walk it to walk the walk the language and you try to walk the walk so people can see the light shining in you oftentimes. If you if you teach the too much or if I, that's an older term because if you see saw your light too much, yeah. people really don't know where you because See you trying to please one, I'm trying to please oh, I'm be drunk, I can still be and I ain't got to cut up like, you know, and I have fun, I kick it. it was just, I don't want to do some of the things that, that you do. But it, it's all a process. Yeah. Like, I can't expect for you to I'm thirty I'm in thirty four years I just celebrate. I can't expect for you to like act the same way. But my walk is to help you. If we we say we Christians and you Christ like and you come to me, then I'll be able to have that shining example so that you can say, Okay, I, I see some sound that in here, but it ain't just you know because everybody that preached can be a pastor, yeah, and so you know you have to know your roles and know what God h- h- wants you to do, and then you must do it with a sense of excellence to its point. Is the, 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 the scripture says, Eat meat if any brothers don't eat, so you have to walk that way, and I think that's the thing that we need to give. Uh, it doesn't mean you can't laugh, doesn't mean you can't tick, it doesn't mean you can't you know, people think that your life is totally shut down, but there are some, some limitations to what we... And you want you all to do, because you want, you know, again, the, the, your persona to be look at, okay, that's a real man of God. You're a man, but you that's a the man after God's heart. That's just my, my, my three cents.
0: Yeah, I and mean, I, totally, I totally agree, because I feel like it also paints the proper picture of how Christians are supposed to be, because sometimes those who claim they're Christians give off a bad example. And so that keeps others from, I can't be no Christian, look at them. Like, or like, I try to be a Christian, but they judge me this way. They did this, they did this, they just maybe not wanna be one. And so knowing what the example is what the Christian is supposed to be, it, it gives, it, one, it, it takes away from the stereotype that Christians do get, uh, the bad ones, of course. And then it uh, <coughs> kind of shines a light and it's like, okay. It kind of plant. I feel like it plants seeds in people. It's like, oh wow! Like I see him, like you know. I remember how I used to be. Oh wow! Like okay, I see they, you know, he's really happy. He's content. He's you know in whatever the case may be. It makes them interested in, in in God and interested in being a Christian and understanding more and wanting to pursue a relationship with God. I feel. So uh to move on. Uh, oh, what's up? Oh, no, I'll no. You. I was just saying, yeah,
3: because then
2: when people sit there and you. People see that in you, then they'll they'll show up. Like yeah. I go around my old partner's neighborhood where we used to drink, you know, we were drinking uh, uh, the Miller Light and the, the what's called beer.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: now when I come around, they offer me a Sprite. And so oh. it ain't because I go in and look at them funny because they drinking, they you know, but they just know, man, that's you know, slave, you know, and, and, and that's how you want to transition. Yeah. In that. And so if I keep coming around, they keep offering me a sooner or later, somebody else will man, you know, uh, nah man, you can't drink from him and he'll cry, or so he'll preach. You know, that's that's how a partner was still you respect. So it ain't so much as me. I'm just saying you you want that respect to the to the degree because you're genuine. Yeah. You know, you don't want them when they somehow happen to your mom, and y'all kicking all the time, and they don't know where you stand, your Christian office. They don't wanna call you to pray for you, man. Ain't, I ain't gonna call you. I mean, you do the same thing I do. How are you gonna pray for my, you know, and I really need the prayer. I really need, but I can cause I really don't know just your walk. Yeah, I, I don't know, you know, so yeah, you definitely wanna you wanna make sure you you that's important, especially you young brothers, you young brothers, y'all you 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 can influence. you you have an eventual peace uh, over people's lives now they're looking at you. And uh, you, you know, they, they, and, and they need that. Someone of them they lost now. someone they don't know where to turn. They don't know what. And even in this time right now, this is a time for transition, which is also a time for training and time for for uh, for, for you to really, really see where what God is going to take us. So yeah. it's it's important to have that walk to be true about.
0: I agree. So uh, were you going to say something, Dix? That's how you got off. Mute. No. Okay. So no, no, it, I, um, no, no. Okay. So, uh, Romans 12 is what we're getting to, uh, this study or, or, and maybe it may last two, two or three, but, um, the title, if you, in certain versions, they have a title for the, the, the portion of the scripture and the title is a living sacrifice. And so, uh, when you hear that term, it's like, okay, what did, what does that really mean? A living sacrifice. And so I, for me, I know it's like it's uh, making a conscious effort, changing and uh, turning away from our previous selves. Uh, repentance, consistency, and continually are like some terms that I, I hear when I hear live and sacrifice. Um, and I don't know if they hits y'all differently when it comes to hearing the term live and sacrifice, because I don't know, it can be like, what am I sacrificing? It's like, okay, like what exactly am I sacrificing? To be a living sacrifice for God, And like what does that really mean? Like, I got my Christian walk, but what does it really mean to sacrifice at that point? You know, uh, and so and I think the whole chapter goes further in depth about what it means to be a living sacrifice, and it touches on a lot of pieces. And so, uh, unless I have any comments, we can go to the scripture. All right. So, uh,
1: I mean, for me, okay, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I, for me. When I heard living sacrifice as I was going through it and throughout the entirety of my life, like that, that phrase seems a little intimidating, a, a yep. living sacrifice. I'm a living sacrifice. Like you said, like, what am I sacrificing? What am I giving up? Yeah. But as you start to think about what a sacrifice is, it's like you're offering this thing to God, right? Like, and so as I started to read it and I started to understand, I'm, I am a living sacrifice. I am a living offering to God. I should offer up my life to him. Let him use me how he sees fit so that he can bring people to him. Right. And so once I put it in that context and I stopped thinking about like, I'm just giving myself up. And I started looking at it as I'm letting him use me for the betterment of others. It became something that I became more comfortable with. It became something that I was more open to talking through and I was more open to
2: digesting.
1: And I guess for anybody hearing that, like sacrifice ain't gotta be this scary thing right? because it's just like giving yourself up so that he can use you. Right. And I
0: think a lot of us focus on like the what, like what am I giving up instead of like the why, like I'm giving this up because of this. And so, like, when we focus on what we're giving to God or what exactly, like, is being sacrificed, that's where it's like, I really got to give this up. I really got to give this. I really got to give this. Instead, it's like, okay, I'm giving this up because I want to be close to God. I'm giving this up because uh, he has will for me and I want to achieve that. I'm giving this up because I want to inherit the whole kingdom. So it doesn't matter what I'm giving up. I'm focusing on the why. And so, uh, and it talks about that. So who wants to read the, uh, the first two
1: verses? I got it, and I'm in the CSB still. okay And so it says, "Therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true worship. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing and perfect will of God
0: okay so there's a couple of things that like jump out to me uh personally so it's like one, it says like this is like well i got the N O T and it says this is truly the way to worship him. so it's like how how can being a living and holy sacrifice be like worshiping god like how how can me giving up myself actually like in a sense like be worshiping god in that sense it's like how that correlate? Yeah. I think what I got from it, when it comes to like, okay, this is your true, this is truly the way to worship Him. Uh, I think a lot of us, when we hear like worship and praise, we think of church is like, you know, we clap our hands, we're singing, we're you know, putting our hands, we're giving, you know, giving ourselves to God, and everything like that. But one, sometimes we don't think that being obedient and devoting ourselves to God is worshiping Him. Uh, that's that's giving glory to God, and that's your worshiping Him in that sense. And so I think that's exactly what it's saying in, this, in, this,
1: uh, in, these,
0: in these scriptures. And so um, it's also told, like, we're not to conform uh, or copy behaviors and customs of this world. Um, and so being of this world, of course, we have, those, we have that within ourselves. But, uh, of course, it's saying, OK, don't do it. So it's like, in what ways can we improve on not conforming to this world or having the worldly beliefs in, in society? We were in society we were in the world
1: I, I don't know about nobody else, but like there, there came a point in my spiritual journey over the last two or three years when mm-hmm. I was scrolling through Instagram right and I would see these these people and it was people that followed Christ, people that pursued Christ, people that as DAngelo often says, were bold. In their Christianity, bold yeah. in their faith, bold in what they did, you know, and it was always made plain that they didn't move the same way other people move. They didn't move the same way some of the other popular people in our generation move. Yeah. They move in the way that showed that they really followed Christ. Like, sure, they still were they still were social, but. It's certain actions that they did or they didn't do that mm-hmm. show to me that they really did follow Christ. They really were on this walk. And so when I hear not to conform to this world, those are the those are the examples that I think about. Yeah. Those people that they didn't conform to this world. Yes, they existed in it. Yes, they were still social. Yes, they did this, but. When it came down to it, they didn't cross that line. They followed Christ and they stuck to their guns mm-hmm. through all of it. And that's just what comes to my mind when I think about this.
0: Yeah, that's good. It's, it's kind of like why it's so important to to have that example of the Christian walk, just like you said. And you've seen the example of the Christian walk, and so that's how it's like. Okay, they're doing this. They're not of this world, though. They're living in it. So it, it's, yeah. That's exactly why it's so
2: important. So, Also, brothers, um, when you talk about yielding, I guess it talks in retrospect to yielding. To yielding uh, not only leads to dedication, but it also causes can result in separation. And I mean by that, it's should be not conformed to the world. The world is, is resultantly, I guess, opposed to God for most part. One cannot reveal uh, or do the you know, you don't know the will of God. You know that that you have to do the will of God. And when we look at that, so yielding means a couple of things. It, it could it, it means that you you you, you don't become unfashionable mm-hmm. in spirit thoughts, and you you know you you don't do the things other people do. But that also causes a separation as well. And that separation will allow you to understand why. You have to renew your mind, and why you can you can be transformed, but not come from. Yeah. That that separation will cause you to do that. Really, regardless if you follow it, it'll cause you. Then you you so at some point you'll start, and it becomes. It's a walk though. It's a journey. It's a walk. Because when people yep. say, man, i want to stay sanctified, with the Holy Ghost, I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of cautious because I know that. My walk told me I had to, to. it didn't come all at once. Didn't it just fly to the sky boom, laying in my. It's right. a, it's a trial and error type. Yep. See, when people get too perfect, I'm scared. Cause I mean, you, 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 you came here. You, you, we, we came. In, we living on. We came and said We living on, on debt. We, we, we living on borrowed time. We gonna die in debt because he paid it all. But when you come here thinking that you ain't never did nothing wrong, I'm a little. I'm. I, I kind of, kind of. Back because I know you, you, you were born in sin, so you okay. have to make some mistakes, and you know we and we're so hard on people, but that causes a separation again. And I think the more we look at it from that perspective, it'll become easier for us. Yes. or so those who, who want to follow Him, it, it becomes easier. Uh, it's, it ain't saying it ain't, it ain't not, not gonna be inconvenient now, and especially when you're talking about uh, being celibate and. You know if you're trying to get back to and trying to especially you know trying to say, okay, I'm gonna realize my life and do yeah I do hard i can tell you that those are, those are gonna be some egregious some hard times, but yeah. if you look at the separation it'll, it'll it'll come naturally to you the more you dwell on the word right
0: <laughs> uh, and one thing uh I was gonna to add to that is uh so the amplified version uh the second the second verse it it, it says and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and custom, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes. So that you may prove for yourselves with its will of God, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in its plan and purpose for you. So the couple of things that, that reached out, because of course the Amplified Version gets more into the scripture is, uh, well, first it's like, okay, once you're deciding to walk that Christian walk, be a living sacrifice, whatever you want to call it, um, that's why it says like, um, what did it say? Uh, be transformed or progressively changed by renewing of your mind. So it's like once we're focusing on God, where He's constantly renewing your mind. But one thing I want to touch on is it says that as we mature spiritually by renewing our minds and focusing on godly e- values and ethical attitudes, and so the more that we, the more that we do this Christian walk, the more that we do this living sacrifice, the more we're more aware and constantly in our mind we grow spiritually we mature spiritually and so it's easier to not conform to this world it's easier it is like working out so you pick up a 40 pound 50 pound dumbbell you try to do some 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 curls at first it's like this this kind of it's kind of hard but the more that you do it the more you work at it yeah okay i can do more reps now like okay i can do different sets now so it's the same with your christian walk the same with being a living sacrifice at first like you said it's not it's not easy definitely, like, you know, celibacy, and like, like even like like the angel talked about, like, washing our mouths, like, we can, we can say things, and be like, oh, I'm really not going to do nothing, but I'm going to talk this talk, but I really don't, like, even then, like, that's, that's still something that you're, you're providing temptation to yourself, unnecessary temptation, and so Hebrews 1 says to, to lay off every weight, unnecessary weight in sand that clings so tightly, so those are unnecessary weights, and the more that we mature spiritually by renewing our mind and focusing on God values and ethical attitudes, which is setting Jesus and God as our main priority, we grow in it and it get easier. And so I, that's like something that I wanted to touch on. And so the other part is so this this um, the will of God, you know, which is good and something perfect in His plan and purpose for you. Sometimes, uh, and another thing that I forgot to mention too, that's what it means to also find your identity in God and in Christ, and that's something that I'm going through. Uh, as well, it's like, the more that you mature spiritually, the more that you focus on God, you're you're able to find identity through Jesus. No one else can give you identity but him. And so, the more you renew your minds, the more like, okay, God made me this way for a reason. You uh, know, of course, certain things, like, the more you know what is the Christian walk, you change those aspects, but what is not meant to be changed will be shown. And so, it's like, okay, how can I use what God, how God has made me for his will? And so, and that's what it's saying. So, like, I guess like for you guys, and I don't know if you have, uh can you want to test to how God has shown you a part of his will for you or how you are able to discern what was God's will and what probably wasn't. If y'all have I think man, for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can I can go ahead and talk. I think for me, like I've started to understand his will. I've come to understand his plan for my life. And I think slaves said it best. Like, we never know God's full plan. Like, right. we don't, we don't get to see that, that like you just get to live it. And so I'm constantly finding myself just asking God to let his will be done in my life. And one thing that I've been keen on for a while now is like understanding that we have free will for a reason and we can choose to live inside or outside of God's will, which yeah. is why like, when I pray, I'll be like, yo, make sure I'm walking inside your will because right. I don't want to walk outside because right. then you get a plan B. I don't want a plan B. I want a plan A. So I'm like, let, right. me, let me make sure I'm walking inside that plan A. And so as I've started to pray that prayer and as I start to pursue that, day by day by day by day, I've seen like little things start to stack up. And start to paint this picture for me like this is the direction you are supposed to head in. And if and then I say if it's not, let me know that too, so I can skirt skirt pull off right. and go the other direction. You know? Wait, say skirt, skirt. I'm dead. <laughs> All right. um, for me
3: though, uh one thing that I do like when I'm trying to which I mean, you know, you never fully understand guys' will or guys plan right. for you, but uh, and understanding it, him revealing like little things or certain things to you um, that are his plan, or that you know are things about you, or things that you should be walking in, and you should continue to do one thing that i do when i see cancers like that is, is fast and i mean a lot of people when they hear the word fasting they think oh man we're not eating we're not drinking but there's different types of fasting though right yeah. so it's it's giving up things um, you know for a certain period of time that you you do every day or that you are critical point Critical components of your life, giving those things up um, in an effort for you to have less distractions, right? So you can be closer to God. So you can listen to Him. You know, you can hear that small, still voice. You know, kind of talking to you and telling you things. And so, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, we talk about God's will and God's plan, and we're like, you know, Lord, but if this is Your will, let it be done. We pray that a lot. And we're, when we're asking God for things and we want certain things, um, and then you know we get upset kind of when it doesn't happen, yeah. and then we never understand that it didn't happen because it wasn't God's will. But, you know, I think a, a critical component that would, would help people understand is if, you know, when you want that thing, so you pray for it and, you know, you, faith that works to this, do you work towards it? Then you also do that fasting from, you know, one or, from one or two things that you, you do every day. And yeah. that helps you get into that place where you can hear that small, still voice and you can understand, okay, well, yes, this is for you or no, it's not for you because something better is coming or you're not ready for that thing just yet. Because a lot of times it is, <coughs> Well, I'm going to say a lot of times, but I would say there are times when it is, a part of guys will, we're just not ready for it. So, you know, it's delay and not denial.
0: Yeah. That's
1: good. Man, Uh, you you just had a mouthful. You just had a mouthful. Like, I had never even thought about how fasting for it can be like that, working for it. Because, like you said, faith without works is dead. I I repeat that in my spirit daily. But, like, I never even consider, like, me fasting for me putting consideration to- toward it in legal terms because I've been listening to Taylor's study. It's like <laughs> that that part that part. You know what I mean? So right. like, you said a mouthful, and I'm so glad you said that because yeah, like, I'm going. I'm gonna use it in my life.
3: You know, I am. Um... You know, I don't fast often, but I have fasted before And, you know, you know, when I've It helped, right? Like, you know, I I haven't Shared this with a lot of people, you know, y'all Y'all two were both around, like, in 2017 um, You know, when I went into teaching But what y'all probably don't know about that situation Is, you know, I initially decided That I wanted to go into teaching in 2015 And then, you know, I didn't get it, and I was Praying for it in 2015, like, when I, you know Took the test, as far as, like, you know, the certification And I passed all the tests and everything Like that, and got the certification to be able to teach In 2015, but, you know when i applied you know they would let me into like what they call the certified candidate pool and you know i had been praying for it and i was upset about it for a while and i didn't get it in 2017 though i was like you know what like not only am i gonna you know pray for it because you know my certifications were still good i was like i'm gonna fast for it and you know y'all remember when i was doing like the 100 day fast like in 2017 um you know i had given up like um juice you know uh, and soda i had given up like social media right right, right, right. Uh, and then i had given up secular music and i gave that up for 100 days straight And then, you know, probably like day six into the hundred days of me giving it up, you know, I got a call, like I applied then and they let me in and then I got like four job offers to teach like that, you know, within that same week. And I was only like six days into the fast, but I was like, no, I'm going to continue to be, you know, obedient and I'm going to do out this hundred days because I told God when I asked for this, I was going to do this hundred days. Yes, I did the hundred days, so. You know, fasting is definitely, like David said, you know, that's the, I wasn't sure if I got the point across, but I was saying, you know, yeah, I mean, sometimes you can do other work, but then sometimes the only work you need to do is just to deny, deny self, like, to do that fasting. And then that's the work, um, you know, towards whatever it is that you're asking the Lord to bless you with or help you accomplish. Yep. It's showing that devotion. You're
0: proving to God that you're serious and that you're really, like, wanting an answer from him. Like, yeah, that's great. Uh, fasting is definitely something that I had to incorporate I decided to incorporate and, but do it, do it right. Because uh, another thing I want to bring up about fasting is that uh, when you fast, like you gotta, you gotta make sure you like you said it, but you don't play with God. Like, so one of the things that I think I did is I played with God. It's like, okay, I'm not gonna eat, but I'm gonna make this smoothie, and it's not really eating but, you know, I'm I'm putting fruit in the blender, and I'm drinking it, so it's not really, but that's playing with God. Like, you're playing with him. It. It's like, I, I'm I'm not gonna eat, but I'm am I'm gonna go around that, and I'm gonna drink this smoothie, because I'm not eating, but I'm still getting something other than water, you know, type deal, but that's, I, I, I took that, I don't know if it's a conviction or not, but I took that, that I was playing with God. Like, you're playing, like, you're either gonna do it, or you're not. Like, you gotta be serious, so it's like, okay, I'm gonna fast, I'm not gonna eat anything, I'm gonna drink solely water, and I would say that before I got that revelation, like it was, it, it was hard. Like I would say like two, three days, like it'll be at night and I'd be like, dang. And it's always at night. And I'd be like, dang, dang, I'm hungry. And you'd be like, Ugh. and then you always hear like, you know, if you mess up, just do it again. If you mess up, just restart. And like, sometimes people can use like, like me, that as a crutch and it's like, Well, I'm just gonna try again, and I'll go out and get some food. When I got food right here, I even go out and get some food because I feel like, oh, I want some McDonald's type deal. Like, because when you fast, you want stuff that you don't even think about normally. So when I decided to be serious, like, okay, I'm for real, just gonna do water and that's it. Like, uh, at first, like I would think about different random food that I never thought about in years, but it was actually like easy or. Than before um like because i was actually being spiritually fed you know jesus said man does not survive off bread alone and so like i never felt i never felt that till like i really took it seriously and so i i definitely agree that i really got a lot from that fast and so i definitely agree with that um because some of the times like with the will like for me i would say that I, I used to always pray, like, God, show me a will, show me a purpose, because I was purposeless. So I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I really didn't know what he wanted me to do. And I, I would be like, just show me a will, like, show me what you want to do and stuff like that. And one thing that uh, I got from a sermon I would watch, whatever case it be, is, like, the, the beauty of being still. So, so like, I'm trying to move, I'm trying to move, but sometimes I do have to be still and steward what he already has given me. And so, like, one of the things I would do, I was complaining about my job. Like I really hate the job. I really want not being dedicated to it, anything like that. So it's like, you know what? I'm gonna stop watching YouTube videos at work. I'm gonna stop doing this. I'm stop doing that. I'm gonna really just be appreciative that He blessed me with this job, and really gonna go ahead and go through it. And then once I start doing that, uh, I start receiving things. And so sometimes we just have to do it. Like we don't hear anything, like you said, fasting. Or sometimes like, okay, let me let me go back to the last thing I heard from God. You know, type this, like the last thing I heard from God, I'm just going to steward that. I'm just going to do that because maybe I missed something. Like maybe I missed something in that instruction that I haven't received yet. So. You touched on that,
3: that last part right there, because I think that's something that people don't understand and don't do as well. Like the last thing you heard from God. So, you know, you heard something from God. And maybe, you know, whatever it is that you asked for, it came to fruition or it didn't come to fruition. And, you know, if it didn't come to fruition, you're just kind of sitting there like, well, I mean, I heard this from God. And then you don't hear anything else from God for a while. But you have to go back to that because, like you said, you, you didn't act on that or you didn't steward that the right way. And so, therefore you're just kind of stuck like nothing's yeah. happening or nothing is not happening like you're just you're just there and I think people get in those positions they get in that place and they're like well why am I here why isn't anything progressing or changing I'm just kind of doing the same thing well yeah. you didn't complete like you know what you or you didn't take care of what you were supposed to you didn't steward what you were supposed to do with that last word that you got from guy and you know he's not going to do anything else until you steward that last word you know yeah. you, until you do what you're supposed to do with that last word that he gave you yeah, because you learn something from it. You're you're spo-
0: you receiving something within yourself to prepare you for the next step. So if you don't steward it, you're not ready for the next step. And whatever that next step is, it'll break you in different ways, whether you get lost in it or like you'll lose it, type deal. So it's good to steward because it, it builds us up. Oh, that's a big topic. We we on the first two verses. All right, let's let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep going. Uh, next we got we got three to three through eight. Uh, does anyone want to read that?
3: Yeah, I'll read it since David read last time. Uh, yeah. I'm coming from the NIV this week. Uh, so it says, okay. "It says for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you are, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith that God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others." We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully.
0: All right. So um, I like that first part because it's like, you know, like, all right, don't think too highly of yourself and what God has already shown you. And I think that is kind of touching on Stuart and where you're at. It's like you want to be here, but right now you're right here. Like God says, you're right here, right now. So don't think too conceited. But one of the things that I wanted to touch on personally was these, was these uh, I would say, you know, God has made all of, each of us unique. And the body of Christ, you know, as a body, there's different parts to a body, many parts to a body. And we're all, we all fit in one body of Christ. And so we're all made unique. And so with that, God gives us certain graces. Uh, within us that that he uses us for like that's what the will and the purpose is for us and so it mentions right here it says prophesying, serving, teaching, encouraging giving, leading, showing mercy and kindness and so it's like um, I wanted to touch on it so throughout the Bible like it talks about like the seven gifts uh, of the Holy Spirit or you know the spiritual gifts and so there's uh, a couple of verses I'm going to read um, so the first one Uh, It says Isaiah 11, 1-3 And uh, this is the Amplified version It says Then a shoot, or the Messiah will spring from the stock of Jesse, David's father And a branch from his roots Will bear fruit So we all know that's Jesus Uh, And the spirit of the Lord will rest on him The spirit of wisdom and understanding The spirit of counsel and strength The spirit of knowledge And of the reverential and obedient fear of the Lord And he will delight in the fear of the Lord And he will not judge by what his eyes see Or make decisions about what his ears hear so that's talking about it's talking about jesus and you know we are made in his image and so to go more into it so it's like okay that's like that christian walk it's like okay we're meant to kind of have those those factors within us but if we go to first corinthians 12 uh hold on one second so i'm gonna start at the first the first verse again the amplified version now about the spiritual gifts or the special endowments given by the holy spirit brothers and sisters i do not want you to be uninformed you know that when you were pagans you were led off after speechless idols however you were led off whether by impulse or habit therefore i want you to know that no one speaking by the power and influence of the spirit of god can say jesus be cursed and no one can say jesus is my lord except by the power and influence of the holy spirit now there are distinctive very varieties of spiritual gifts or special abilities given by the grace and extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit operating in believers. But it is the same Spirit who grants them and empowers believers. And there are distinctive varieties of ministries and service, but it's the same Lord who is served. And there are distinctive ways of working to accomplish things. But it is the same God who produces all things in all believers, inspiring, energizing, and empowering them. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit, the spiritual illumination and enabling of the Holy Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Holy Spirit the power to speak the messages of wisdom, and to another the power to express the word of knowledge and understanding according to the same Spirit. To another, wonder-working faith is given by the same Holy Spirit, and to another the extraordinary gifts of healing by the one Spirit, and to another the working of miracles, and to another prophecy foretelling the future, speaking a new message from God to the people, and to another discernment of spirits, the ability to distinguish sound, Godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine of man-made religions and cults to another various kinds of unknown tongues and to another interpretation of tongues. All these things, the gifts, the achievements, the abilities, the empowering are brought about by one and the same Holy spirit, distributing to each one individually, just as he chooses. So that was a mouthful. So, and then oh, one more for just as the body is one, and yet has many parts and all the parts through many form only one body. So it is with Christ so exactly what i said so it's like that right there i feel like a lot of people kind of like don't think about those verses it's like um you know at at least for me i i say for me i don't hear a lot about these seven you know these gifts from the holy spirit it's like it tells us that god gives us these gifts through the spirit so that we you know we receive the holy spirit the more that we um mature spiritually and growing god with this christian walk could being a living sacrifice and we're able to realize or identify because we get identities through god through jesus identify which grace we're given what's what what gift we're given from god and how and how we're supposed to use it and so like i would say and i've watched a sermon on this i can't remember exactly who it was so it was sent to me uh, and, it, and it, they kind of broke it down to different parts. And um, I would say, like, for example, with, like, with me, um, I feel like um, talking, I don't know which part. Uh, I think they call it a pastoral grace, but not like a preacher, but more like a, a this a, a kind of like ministry in a sense of whether it's like genuine uplift, you know, it's, 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 um, something that I'm pursuing because I I related to it and I'm I'm showing different things and I'm giving different, um, signs from God and everything that's like, okay, I'm just going to continue down this path until I I feel like it's, it's it's not of God anymore type deal. And so like, that's me personally. So I don't know if that was a lot of scriptures. I don't know if y'all heard anything that it's like, I can relate to that. Or it's just, it's just something to think about. So when we think about, uh, a gift that we receive from the Holy Spirit, the the graces that we receive from God. Uh, if we realize what it is, or He shows us what it is, uh, that's Him appointing us. So that's just like how He appointed David uh, when He was just tending sheep. <laughs> when He was just tending to sheep and goats, it's like you're going to be the king of Israel. Bam. He didn't just He didn't become king of Israel just like that, but He showed him. Early, like you're going to be the king of Israel, but he was being prepared to be in that light. And so, like if we receive something, it's like we're okay. We're being prepared for it, and so we take. But faith without action, without action, is dead. So it's like okay, even if it's small, like because we don't want to be too hasty. We don't want to. We don't want to outrun God when it comes to this. It's like oh, I seen this. I'm supposed to be preaching at at this big, big church across street, you know, type deal. Like. That's And that may not even be where God's trying to take you, but it's, it's he works on us in private. He appoints us in private and he works us in private until we're established enough so that when it does come to, we reach out to more people or we touch more people, we're strong, we're more mature in the spirit, you know, we're, we have a certain example, we set a certain example to glorify God and to bless others, thus blessing ourselves. So that's my spiel on on that i don't know if y'all have anything y'all received from these verses but that's what i uh, when i was reading and that's what i got i actually did a little bit of research on like you know this type on the
3: the gifts um so it's funny that you bring up you know those verses about the gifts right yeah. just because yeah. i was reading um a couple of days ago uh, i was reading through the scriptures and you know i, I came across a, a scripture that you know talked about how the good die young and so it reminded me of a book that I've started reading and stopped reading several times. Shame to say I have not finished it, but you guys have probably heard of it, The Purpose-Driven Life. Um, I think everybody's heard of that book at this point, but well, if you look it up, it's The Purpose-Driven <laughs> Life. Um, Purpose Life. It's The Purpose-Driven Life. It's a man by Rick Warren, right? And so he talks about, uh, you know, the five purposes. um which if you read the newer version of the book, there's seven purposes that people are placed on the placed on earth uh, to fulfill, right. According to God's plan for their life. And so, you know, I was reading the scripture about the good, dying young. And then, like I said, being transparent, truthful, I haven't finished the book. I've started it, but I just started wondering like, you know, as far as, you know, figuring out what your, your gift is for the Lord, you know um, it's definitely important to figure out what the gift is to the Lord and fulfill that purpose. Right. Because, you know, we, we're not just here by, 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 know, by chance and we're yeah. right we're not just here by accident or by chance uh, we're not here just because guy was bored it's like man i want to watch people i want to be entertained like i want to watch you know my children like i watch tv like we watch tv right. you know like we're here to fulfill a, a certain purpose as so i definitely think it's 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 um it's important to figure out what your purpose is and why you're why you're here on the surf and so it talks about you know, like I said, it start, the older version of the book has five, but now it talks about seven purposes. Mm-hmm. And just like the Bible talks about the seven purposes. So, you know, there's, there's different purposes as to what we're here on earth, and I think it's important to figure out what yours is. So. Yep. And I think it's even better if you can figure out what your purpose is and then align it to your career. That would probably be, like, fantastic.
0: Sometimes it don't work like that. I don't know what I'm going to do <laughs> if, if I figure out <laughs> that my purpose is going in towards that direction. But I'm over here cold.
2: I'ma
3: have to figure it out.
2: I, I share <laughs> with you, Carlton,
3: what I what I write, feel. Write that code for Jesus. There you go. Write that code <laughs> for Jesus. Yes.
1: I've shared with you, Carlton, what I feel. And Loche has also echoed it. And uh, a part of me and I was talking to Taylor about this earlier, like I've always had a certain I've always been good at guessing. Like I've always been good at guessing. I've always been good at talking about what might happen and then it, it actually that happened, happened. Yeah. yeah and so today i'm talking to taylor and i know i sent you that unleashed um sermon from sarah jakes which is
0: good in, I, I watched it, it was good
1: back in 2018 boy and um i was listening to it and she was like no it's not me doing it this is god doing it and i'm talking yeah. to taylor because something happened at work and i was like this ain't the first time this happened at work. This is like the third, fourth time. There's something that I've said that's going to happen just like this. And they even swept me under the rug. And then, show enough, it happened exactly the way I said. So yep. I'm talking to Taylor, and I was like, Taylor. And then Sarah Jakes crossed my mind and I was like, this ain't me. Like, You're right. this is not me. Like, this I, It ain't no way I'm smart enough to consistently get this stuff right. Like, this is a guy, you know, using me and talking through me and. Basically, dropping in little hints in my spirit, like yeah, yeah tell them this gonna happen, and watch what happens. So, yeah, I, I think I found my gift, and yeah. it does align with my career. So, I'm living a life that I'm living the life.
3: And yeah, you are, ain't nothing wrong with that at all, man.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I'm glad that you that you found it. And some people they look for that, but you gotta you gotta be. Yeah, be willing to give yourself away, a.k.a. be that living sacrifice.
3: Um, it's a great song, by the way. Beautiful song. It is a beautiful song.
1: I love that song. Yep, I'm going to listen to it. So. <laughs> um, I got it. I got it. All right, bit. All right. Father God, we just come to you right now, and we thank you for allowing us to be in your presence. Father God, we just want to thank you for the time you've allowed us to spend again. We want to thank you for the conversations we've been able to have and the revelations you're giving us as we go through your word. God, I ask that you watch over each and every one of us and everybody that's not even on the call, and everybody that one day will join the call, Lord. And I pray that you touch us right now and you let your will be done in our lives so that we can always strive after that plan that, Father God, none of us claim to be perfect, but God, we are progressing and we're progressing in you each and every day, Lord. So right now, I ask that you will watch over us and you will keep us away from harm and danger, seen and unseen, and you will give us the life that you purpose for us to live, Lord. Father God, i Thank you once more for just letting us come together for this time to speak on you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray, man.
0: Amen. 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 All right. Thank you. Thank you for watching Genuine Uplift. Please take the time to check out our other videos as well. We have podcasts available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other platforms. We have messages for the Bible studies that are already uploaded on YouTube with different playlists. And we also have a men's Bible study that is uploaded on our Genuine Uplift Facebook page. Please take the time to check out the videos, like, share, um, listen to the podcast if you have the time. Thank you for watching again.